B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. Every school has one, but who had the worst? Hmm. Looking for the biggest troublemaker of all time. Troublemaker. So I got okay. a six-year-old, um, and every day he gets in my car, shakes his head, and tells me how this kid, Ethan, pushed a girl in the playground or didn't listen or got up in the middle of the class. It's gone to the point where I'm more interested in Ethan's misdeeds <laughs> than I am my own son's accomplishments. I'm like, forget about the paper that you're going to, uh, I don't care what about the Ethan Eagle Tigers. What did Ethan do today? <laughs> so it's it, not so much the bully, but the troublemaker. Because the, the, the bully the bully's just mean and hurts people. Sure. The troublemaker is just doing mischievous things right. all the time, every day. So I was talking to one of the other moms who's actually met Ethan's mom. Apparently, Ethan's mom is aware that her kid is bad news. And she had the funniest response. She said, quote, this is my third kid. He's the school's problem now. <laughs> she has turned her Dang. own child over to the state. Wow. Touche, yes. touche. Well, at Murdoch Elementary School, I think we were in fourth or fifth grade. This boy named Jeremy was definitely the school's troublemaker. He would do things like come into class and we had like the blackboards that mm-hmm. used chalk then. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like this cool fancy whiteboard stuff that the kids have now. Mm-hmm. And he would come in and break all of the pieces of chalk into these tiny little pieces so the teacher couldn't use them to write whatever the lessons were what on the thing. Jerk. Oh my gosh, she would like it. throw chairs around. Ridiculous. Always constantly in the principal's office. Let's see if we can do better than Jeremy. We're looking for the biggest troublemaker of all time, Tiff in Jonesboro. My son's in elementary now. He's the troublemaker in his class. <laughs> Come on. Do you get calls from the teacher? Yes. You do. I just I get calls from the teacher. And he's on a little behavior log telling me how he does for each part of the day. And he likes to crawl under the tables and talk during nap time. He won't take a nap. You're not Ethan's mom. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I wish I was Ethan's mom. What are some of his, does he have another greatest hit besides uh, crawling under the table and wanting to talk during nap time? No, he doesn't want to keep his mask on. He wants to touch the plexiglass. He's not (laughs) licking the the plexiglass. He just wants to touch it. I can see him licking it. (laughs) (laughs) 404-741-0985. Biggest troublemaker back in school, back in the day. And you guys, I mean, we're we're all playing around Right. right now. (laughs) There's one kid I want to tell you about coming up next, Bobby Gleason. He was in my elementary school. Mm -hmm. This kid was so bad that, you know, when you go looking for friends on Facebook to see where they are now and everything, I never looked for Bobby Gleason because I know the kid's in jail. There's (laughs) no no other possibility. Talking about class troublemakers when back in the day. Drex, you have one? Uh, It wasn't my daughter, but she had a troublemaker in her class in kindergarten. And I remember the mom of the troublemaker walked up to me. He's like, hey, you know, I'm sorry that you know my daughter cut your daughter's hair and your daughter cut my daughter's hair i was like mm, what that didn't happen she's like oh well that's what my daughter told me and i looked at my daughter was there I was like did, did you cut so-and-so's hair she's like no <laughs> so so-and-so cut their own hair yeah your daughter was fine yeah funny <laughs> bobby gleason was in my elementary school I was walking with him when he pushed my friend Amanda Ward off the teeter-totter. She had a broken collarbone. Oh, my gosh. Bobby Gleason just had that look in his eye that I just knew. Like, later in life, when I went to go look up people, there was two kids in my class, him and uh, Paul Zarkowski. 
Well, I didn't even bother looking them up because I know they're in jail. <laughs> Paul Zarkowski used to attack the teachers with chairs and stuff, oh like gosh. just a little hothead. Yeah. So we're talking about these like cutesy little, oh, they cut their hair. whoop de doo Bobby Gleason was a murderer in second grade. <laughs> chair thrower. Yeah. WWE. <laughs> Biggest troublemaker, 404-741-0985. Gloria in Douglasville. Yes, my son. He's a junior in high school now, but... In elementary school, he would talk nonstop. Hmm. He, his teacher would move him to the front of the class, and he would just turn around and talk to everybody louder. <laughs> and, then, and then he one time he climbed under the table and cut all his hair off. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> During class yeah. with the teacher sitting right there in the front row? Yeah. Those safety yes. scissors can't even cut the... Cardboard, paper, yeah. Bowls, I, know. I know. I know. And a little girl, the little girl next to him started screaming because she saw his hair on the floor. <laughs> and, it, and he got mad at her because <laughs> she paddled on him. He got mad at her. But he went to the principal all the time, the assistant principal all the time. And um, there was one week where he did not get in trouble. And I typed him up an award that oh, he had five nice. days. Five days of good behavior, and it is still on his wall. And did you say he's now a junior or he's now in juvie? <laughs> right. I've been talking about uh, troublemakers in school. Because every day I pick my kid up from school, and he goes and drones on about his own accomplishments. And I'm like, get to the good stuff here. What happened with Ethan? <laughs> Ethan is the class troublemaker, and every day there's another tale about. It's like it's like listening to a little like soap opera. So, Ted, the troublemaker and the bully are two different people, right? Pretty much, they yeah. usually are the same oh, person. Okay. If we're being honest. <laughs> so, uh, but the funny thing about that was is that somebody, one of the parents, talked to Ethan's mom, and you want to know like, is Ethan's mom embarrassed by this? Ethan's mom goes, "Oh, he's my third kid." He's the school's problem now. <laughs> <laughs> Just love that. Uh, to the phones we go. The school troublemaker, Sabrina in Covington. Yes, my sweet little Lorelai. She's a kindergartner this year, and I hear from her teacher every day. She's messaging me right now, actually. Oh, <laughs> what did okay. I do? Today, she took her shoes off, and she's just not wanting to put them back on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, so Sabrina, you said she took her shoes off, or re refuses to put them back on. She's being stubborn. Now, who does she get that yeah. from? You or your husband, and why is it you? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Uh, Peggy in Walton County. School went back on August the 3rd, and I've been to the school four times already. Four times? <laughs> why? Walton County has instituted iPads for the students to facilitate learning. Right. And they have Wi-Fi, and the kids are admonished not to try to access the Wi-Fi except for school-related things. My sure. kid loves video games. You tell me what he's doing. <laughs> right. So what's his name? Uh, his name's Adam. You want to talk to Adam? Yes, yes. Hang on. Hello? Adam, what is this video game you're playing? Yesterday, I was in math class on, like, a skateboarding <laughs> game, and my teacher walked by, and he was like, what game is that? I was like, uh... Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I clicked out. See, Adam, you got to think <laughs> on your feet. Like, Drex, you'd yeah. be perfect at this, right? Oh. What are you doing on your iPad, Drex? Oh, I'm coding a new video game that's going to generate revenue for the Walton County School System. <laughs> <laughs> right. If Adam leaves the house on his skateboard at 10 a.m. Right. and is five miles away <laughs> from Bobby, who leaves at the same time, <laughs> they both have to go to the principal's office. <laughs> <laughs> 
answer more questions than Kara, grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Sponsored by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical, Tiffany. Yes. Hi, how are you? Hi, good. Would you kick Kara out for us? Bye, girl. Bye, Tiffany. Good luck. Thank you. You got anybody in the car with you right now? Yes. All right, working as a team? Yes, we are. I like it. That might be what it takes. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll ask you the five trivia questions. We'll bring Kara back in, ask her the same questions. Answer more right than Kara. She pays you 100 bucks. You ready? Yes. Question one, dogs kick off conference play against South Carolina at Sanford Stadium Saturday night. How many yards is a football field? 350. Yards. Yard, oh, 150. Question two, Molly Shannon and Amy Poehler are celebrating birthdays today. They both starred on what sketch comedy show? Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Question three, name the Mexican paper mache container. That's a finalist for the 2021 Toy Hall of Fame. Pinata. Everybody knows that's made of cardboard. Who are you kidding? (laughs) Number four, last night's Hamilton performance at Fox Theater canceled due to a COVID scare. Alexander Hamilton is dubbed one of America's founding fathers. Can you name another? George Washington. Number five, a cast member of the Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is facing close to 20 years in jail for bank fraud. What network does that show air on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. VH1? How many people do we have in the car? Two. <laughs> Did somebody answer differently than VH1? Yes. But you're overruling them? Ah, uh, BT. I, I, I mean, I would stick with your gut. I said BH1. I say stick with your gut. I say stick Bring with Kara back in. All right, we'll see if we have some controversy. But t- uh, Tiffy Baby did pretty well this morning, pretty well. Somebody's getting dropped in the side of the road at the end of this. <laughs> Kara, are you ready? Ready. Same questions. Dogs kick off conference play against South Carolina at Sanford Stadium Saturday night. How many yards is a football field? 100. Yeah, Tiffany said 350, then 150. Both were wrong. (laughs) One to nothing. Question two, Molly, Shannon, and Amy Poehler are celebrating birthdays today. They both started on the same sketch comedy show. Saturday Night Live. That's got Tiffany on the board. It's two to one. Question three, name the Mexican paper mache container that's a finalist for the 2021 Toy Hall of Fame. The piñata. Yeah, so Tiffany said as well, but it's three to two. Number four, last night's Hamilton at the Fox Theater was canceled due to a COVID scare. Alexander Hamilton is dubbed one of America's founding fathers. Can you name another? Uh, George Washington. Could have said Franklin, Jefferson, Madison. Tiffany got it right. It's four to three. Could have said Aaron Burr, sir. Uh, He wasn't on the list. Oh. Number five, a cast member of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is facing close to 20 years in jail for bank fraud. What network does that show air on? BET. Uh, Tiffany said VH1. The correct answer is VH1. Right. Hey, a four to four tie, and all ties do go to the house because Kara puts up a hundred bucks of her own money. Kara, your new record: one thousand one hundred eleven wins and thirty-seven losses. Great game, Tiffany. Thank you. No cash, but you do get a pair of tickets to the advanced screening of Dear Evan Hansen at Regal Atlantic Station on September 21st. See Dear Evan Hansen only in theaters starting September 24th. You guys have a great day. Thank you. We play every weekday morning at 635 and 735. If you think you've got what it takes, just go ahead and sign up. Go to tadandrex.com. 
Kara keeps you in the know every morning. It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. Good morning, 725. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Got rain over the next few days, 75 for a high. Braves lost to the Rockies 3-2 to two in 10 innings. They're going to play again today at 1220. Weather permitting, of course. What else is up, Kara? Speaking of weather, it's really messing with people's end-of-summer fun times. Yesterday afternoon, promoters for the Imagine Music Festival made the tough decision to cancel just a day before people were set to start moving into their campsites. Now, tickets were 98% sold out for this thing, and camping was completely full. But Mother Nature seems to have other plans. Now, last year, they did this thing at Atlanta Motor Speedway, and they moved down to Bokerart Farms in Chattahoochee Hills where they held the Tomorrow World Land yeah. whatever festival and it rained and it got so muddy and it destroyed the fields and people's good times then. So they just decided that they've done a lot of work on the property recently and they don't want to destroy anything yet and they're just going to call it off. Is this Imagine Music Festival? Is it similar tomorrow to Tomorrowland where it's like electronic music yes. DJs? Okay. Yes, and there mm. is a whole bunch of people that have already come into town from all over the place and oh, now no. just before it's supposed to begin... It's gone. Yeah, a lot of our audience is into the EDM, so we apologize. Uh, you'd be surprised. We're sorry. Mister. We're sitting with two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, Music Midtown won't be following suit. So if you had tickets to go to Imagine, you can roll them over to next year's festival or you can get a refund. All right. Now, last night, four people became the first all-civilian crew to be blasted off into space. Elon Musk's SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket launched from Cape Canaveral with two contest winners, a healthcare worker, and their rich sponsor. <laughs> now, they've been doing specialized training for the past several months for this three-day journey where they'll be circling the Earth. But other than that, they don't really have any, like aerospace experience. Now, this pretty much eclipses Richard Branson's little Virgin Galactic and Jeff Bezos' mm-hmm. Blue Origin flights because they were just really short. They went up, they got weightless, they came back down. These guys are staying up there for three days. So you never know. We may be vacationing in space before we know it. I like it here. I'm good. You wouldn't go oh, to there's space? There's so much Listen, to do here. There's no EDM festivals no. happening oh, in space. Gosh. What are you going to do with all those glow sticks? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so for a little throwback Thursday fun, the National Toy Hall of Fame just announced that finalists for the class of 2021, there's 12 of them, and some of the biggies, American Girl Dolls, the Pinata, Cabbage Patch Kids, and Tad, your personal favorite, the Settlers of Catan. Oh, the Settlers of Catan. <laughs> How does one place Settlers of Catan? You trade crops and stuff. It's been so long since I played. I was one and done with this because I was targeted <laughs> by my nine-year-old niece who, <laughs> even though it didn't make sense for her to like win, she saw she could get a rise out of me by making moves against me. Oh, so this Settlers of Catan is a sore subject. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I, I, for some reason, I thought you were like a closet Katanner. That does not belong in the Toy Hall of Fame. Is that what we're talking about <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, the National Toy Hall of Fame. Uh, well, if every you other don't, toy is in there, then fine. If we'll you think don't think it. it belongs in there either, you can vote on these things at toyhalloffame.org. <laughs> and only three of them are actually going to make it into the final hall. Yeah. So they'll make the announcement on November 4th. Settlers doesn't have a chance. Is it possible to vote against one of the items? I'm not sure. Can you vote more wow. than once? So oh, <laughs> Forgive and forget with Tad and Drex on B98.5. You need forgiveness. We help you ask for it. Mark, we hear you need forgiveness from your girlfriend. What'd you do? 
Yeah, so I think I spooked her, guys. Oh, no. Like scared her off? Yeah, I, I want her to meet my parents, but I guess it's too soon for her. Oh, that is a little stressful of a situation. <laughs> you wanted, okay, so you wanted her to meet your parents. Yeah, so I, I'm totally in love with this girl, and I want to take our relationship to the next level. But I think it's important we meet each other's families first, and, you know, we make sure everyone gels, you know? Yeah, yeah. Have you met her family yet? Only by accident. She, they dropped the package off at our apartment, and I was there, but they seemed really cool. Our apartment? You guys live in together? Her apartment, sorry. <laughs> oh. well, I know, maybe a Freudian slip. Right, oh, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so do, I mean, is your family standing in the way by chance or anything like that? Uh, technically, yeah. I mean, just like meeting them, they, they really want to meet her. Yeah. And uh, I was just thinking we could have like a low-key dinner at my house or something and it would be cool. And so I asked her if she'd cook. Oh, no oh. pressure. Just, you know, meet my yeah. parents and cook them dinner? Lori's the best chef. Ever. Like, everything she makes tastes like it was, you know, from a five-star okay. restaurant. Still. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is there anything particular on the menu? or Does she have, like, a signature dish that you were hoping she'd make? Well, I mean, on our first date, she made this veal meatloaf. And I think that's the moment I fell in love with her. Yeah. And I think my mom would also be super impressed. So you're trying to win your family over with your girlfriend's cooking? I was hoping to. Um... <laughs> Can we but talk about the veal? Are we just going to brush over the veal? Really? Are you anti-baby lamb? Why does the meatloaf have to be young? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever so, had veal meatloaf? <laughs> no, I have not had your girlfriend's veal meatloaf. You're trying to win your family over by showing them that your girlfriend could cook. That's not, you don't see that as sexist or anything. No, she could do the same thing with me if I could cook. Okay. So what's the problem? Um, what's Where do we come in? So Lori called a few days ago and she canceled. And she's been really weird since. And I, I just, I think she thinks we're moving too fast. But I don't want to lose this girl. So I got to ask her to forgive me. Mark, sit tight. We're going to get your girlfriend on the phone. Uh, you might have run her off by moving too fast. You might have run her off by being sexist and assuming that she's going to cook. There's any number of ways you could have gone wrong. Yeah, you are a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so sit tight. We'll talk to her in a couple of minutes and try to help you out, okay? All right, thanks. Yeah, why is she pulling away? We're going to find out. Forgive and forget on B98.5. Is it too late now to say sorry? You need forgiveness. Tad and Drex help you ask for it. Mark is worried that he's moving too fast with his girlfriend, Lori. He said that he wanted her to meet his parents and suggested that she make her famous veal meatloaf for them. Since then, she's canceled the dinner. He's worried she's kind of getting cold feet in the relationship. Mark, sit tight. Let us talk to Lori for a couple. Hello? Hey, is this Lori? Yes, this is Lori. Hi, this is Tad Drex and Kara. We're calling from B98.5 Morning Show. How are you doing? Um, I'm fine. I'm sorry. Who is this? It's Tad and <laughs> Drex and Kara. We heard that you were supposed to have dinner with your boyfriend's parents this weekend. And oh, yes. So what okay. happened? I just can't. Are you afraid that it's moving too fast? No, 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 no. I mean, no, I don't think <laughs> this relationship is moving fast enough, honestly. Oh, um, that's well, nice. well, but then meeting the parents would be like the ideal next step, right? 
What What's um, the issue? Why did you bail? My boyfriend wanted me to cook dinner for everyone. Yeah, we were thinking that that might be too much pressure to make a good impression. Mm. I am like a terrible cook, so he was what? asking me to cook dinner for everyone. So, What about this veal meatloaf uh, we've heard about? It's so famous, strangers have been uh, calling the radio station telling us about your <laughs> veal meatloaf. <laughs> what? No, I've been hiding behind takeout like the entire relationship i haven't cooked at all i've just been ordering takeout no so somebody else makes a good veal meatloaf yes well why don't you just order a bigger meatloaf and he wants me to make this veal and mushroom meatloaf which i make from the buckhead diner but now the buckhead diner is closed so my signature meal is now gone oh no and there goes the james beard winning banana cream pie that you were gonna quote unquote make for dessert (laughs) wow i don't know what to say Lori, Mark's been on the phone with us this whole time, and I'm terribly sorry. We didn't realize you were going to reveal all this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is a feature on our show called Forgive and Forget. Mark was thinking, A, that he was moving too fast, and B, that maybe he was asking too much by asking you to make mm-hmm. t- which he actually was asking too much. <laughs> but we'll get back to that. I'm sorry. Don't be embarrassed. You're, you're brilliant. Like, I can't even believe that. I had no clue this whole time. Is this really why you canceled? Oh, you're, you're Mark, you're not upset about this. Oh my no, God. that's that's amazing. I would have <laughs> never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't you think, like, oh. if she's able to do this, what else is she making up? I don't care. That meatloaf was delicious, and we got to find a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so relieved. Yeah, I, I was going to say, Laura, you must be so relieved now that you no longer have to put on this charade. Yeah, but we still have the issue of, Mark, your parents are still coming into town this weekend, right? I would love to meet them, but maybe we could go out to dinner. You know, Lori, if you forgive and forget Mark, we'll send you an Uber Eats gift card. For an Uber Eats gift card? Sure. How much? <laughs> well, hang on a second now. It was Drek said we, he meant me. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> so we're all good here. Every, all is forgiven and forgotten. And you guys, I'm really excited about your relationship because it sounds like you guys have got it going on. Yeah. And you're going to be like the Indiana Jones of meatloaf. You're going to look for the next (laughs) Holy Grail. Raiders of the Lost Meatloaf. (laughs) Indiana Jones and the Temple of Moo. (laughs) (laughs) You should stop now before it gets out of control. (laughs) On the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Coming up tomorrow morning, Dan needs to ask forgiveness from a former co-worker. So... He doesn't get fired from his new job. Really? Yeah. Oh. She holds all the cards, this young lady. We're going to find out tomorrow morning. Forgive and forget, 7 o'clock. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.